Progress. All right, we're up to the Mishnah on Daf Nun Vav Aleph. <coughs> the Mishnah says like this: Hanoidim and Abayis. If someone says, "I swear I won't enter the house," Muter he's allowed to go to the second floor. The Mishnah is assuming that when, uh, because the second floor is called an Aliyah and it's not called a Bayis, when you made a Neda to Aser Abayis, you meant the ground floor. But you're allowed to enter the the, the second floor because the second floor is not considered the Bayis. Divra Meir, that's her Meir Shita. no Aliyah Bechal Bayis. The, the 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 second floor is included in the terminology of bias. So according to Mayor, Aliyah is not bechlal bias, and the Rabbanu say no, Aliyah is bechlal bias. But I know the Aliyah but bias. But everyone agrees that if you say you're not going to go to the second floor, you're definitely allowed to go to the ground floor. So you have a machlekes between the Chacham and Rameir whether <coughs> the second floor is bechlal bias or not. So the Gemara has two questions. <coughs> Mantana, who is the author of the following brisa? The pasuk describes a tsaras of the house, and the pasuk says babayis, an extra base. Lerabo says a yitzia. The gear says actually lerabo says hatzavua, or babayis lerabo says an aliyah. So you have the extra babayis, the extra base. One is to include a second floor. That if there's tsaras in the second floor, the halachas of tsaras still apply, and. Yitzhiyah, it's a porch that, that, that uh, if there's a tsaras on the porch, is the same halacha. Let me ask you a question. You have a special base to include a second floor. Now, who is that like? So says the Gemara, Amrav Chizir, Rav Meir, he, it must be Rav Meir. Why? According to the Rabbanon, the word bias means a second floor as well. Why do I need a special, a special extra base in the Pasuk to say, oh, the halacha is even applied to a second floor? That implies, like Rav Meir, that bias does not include the second floor until you have a special drasha to include it. So therefore, you have a, the, the, this, this drasha, which includes a special base to include a second floor in the laws of Tsaras, obviously follows the Rabbanon that, that uh, Aliyah. Um, I, I'm sorry, obviously follows Rav Meir that Aliyah lav b'chalal bayis because if you hold that the second floor is included in the terminology of bias, then what do you need a Pasuk for? The, the word bias means that. You don't need a special base. You understand? If, I, if I'm not clear, I, I, should, I, I used to say this in the previous Masechus. If I'm not clear, just let me know. If, the, if it was an extra base, you have a special base to include a second floor. That implies that the word bias does not include a second floor unless you have a drasha. So that's like Rameir. So the Gemara says, no. The truth is, this b'risa can follow the Rabbonon. I, the Rabbonon, hold that the word bias includes the second floor, so what do you need a special drasha for by tzaras? The answer is, the reason why you need a special pasuk is you might think when it comes to tzaras, it says the word a land in the a house in the land of your inheritance. So you might think that because when the Pasuk describes the houses of Tsaras, it says in the land, which implies only the part of the house that's it, that's touching the land, meaning you might think normally the word bias taka includes a second floor. So you're going to say, well, if it includes a second floor, what do you need a Joshua for? The answer is because the words bias eretz achuzaschem implies that it has to be touching the ground for it to be included in the laws of Tsaras, which excludes the second floor. So you need a Pasuk to include. So normally, if it didn't say anything, you wouldn't, bias means the second floor. But because it says bias Eretz Achuzaschem, which seems to exclude a second floor, 
you need a special base to include a second floor. So it could be it works according to the Rabbonon, and over here you need a drasha because the words Eretz Achuz seems to exclude a second floor. So over here you had to have a pasuk to bring it back. But normally the word bayis could be could it be chlal in aliyah as well. Must be the houses were different. These days, what's the difference? The first floor is just as attached to the ground as so is the second floor. That's no, still not touching the, the ground. Neither first floor is also not touching the ground. There's the first floor is the first floor is resting. The second floor is resting on the first floor. The first floor is resting on the on the foundation. Right. So that, that's the. By the way, that's the point. The conclusion of the Gemara is that it doesn't have to be. But you might have thought Eretz Achuzaschem is Dafka, the part of the bias that's resting on the ground. Times of the Gemara wasn't correct. Wasn't inside the house dirt floor also? Correct. Wasn't that the actual ground? Yeah, but the second floor wasn't. No, the second floor was obviously beams. But the first floor today is also not ground. No, true, but at least it's resting on the ground, so it's at least it's 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 more mechuber. But again, this is the conclusion is that there's no distinction. Okay, one more kasha. Kaman azla hada amar. Kaman azla hada amar. Rav Huna Who is the author of the teaching of Ula? Bayis bebesi. If a person says, you see, the second floors were more inferior. Even now, I would assume that I don't, I don't actually I don't know the, I don't know now, but the second floor was more inferior when it comes to sales. You didn't have access to the first floor; you had to walk through someone's house. It wasn't; it was more inferior. The question is, if I sell you a house, I write a contract selling you a house, and then you show up, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's the second floor. Am I allowed to do that? That that's an inferior product? The question is that allowed? So the Bryce says like this: Bias bebesi. If you say I have a house in a house. Then you could show him the second floor. Oh, that's it. What do you what do you could deduce from that? The implication is that you could only show him the second floor if you said bias bebesi. But if you just said bias, you can't show him the second floor. So you see, bias does not include the second floor. So who is this like? Kiman. It must be Rav Meir. Meaning, according to the Rabbana, the word bias means a second floor. So when the Brisa says, if I said bias bebesi, a house within a house, that implies a second floor. Then I could show you the second floor and say, hey, that's what you bought. But if I just said bias, I can't. So you see bias, that's the deduction. So you see bias does not include a second floor. So the Gemara says, no. The truth is, this Brisa can work according to the Rabbanon. I, according to the Rabbanon, the word bias includes the second floor. Again, the Brisa seems to say that when you said bias bebesi, it's different than saying bias. Meaning, and the simple explanation is that when you said bias bebesi, then you could show him the second floor because you indicated that you're not giving him the ground floor because you said a house within a house. But had you just said bias, you cannot show him the second floor. Oh, why? Because bias does not mean aliyah. Who is that like? That's like Rameir. So the Gemara says no. The truth is, it's according to the Rabbanon. And the word bias actually means an aliyah. So what's the difference between bias, bebesi, and bias? Bias, you could show them the second floor. Bias, bebesi, you also could show them the second floor. What's the difference? The answer is no, it's the opposite. When you said bias, bebesi, you can't show him the second floor. When it says bias, bebesi, mareu, aliyah, it doesn't mean you could show him the second floor. It means meula. You have to give him the best, which is the first floor. So the simple explanation of reading it is that when you said bias bebesi mareo aliyah, then you could show him the second floor, which implies that when you said bias, you can't. The answer is no, no, no. When you said bias, you could show him the second floor because the, the second floor is included in bias. So what is the difference between bias and bias bebesi? When you said bias bebesi, it's not like the first shot, which is that you could show him the second floor that it's inferior. It's on the on the contrary, meula. You have to show him the best, not aliyah, not. Second floor, ma'ula, the best. Because when you said bayesha bebesi, you could read it as two ways. You could have said a house within a house. It's like pretty cheap, like second floor. Or bayesha bebesi, the house of houses, the choicest of my house. 
which is the first floor. So Rabbonon, Afilutim Rabbonon, Really, the Brisa can follow the Rabbonon. And when you said Bayis, you could show him the second floor. So what does it mean when you said Bayis Shebebesi Mareu Aliyah? It means that when you said Bayis Shebebesi Mareu Maula, you have to show him the choicest, the nicest, which is the first floor. So according to the simple explanation, when you said Bayis Shebebesi, you could show him the second floor. Because you mean a house within a house. According to the Rabbana, no. Bayis means the second floor. Bayis Shebebesi means the choicest of my house, which is the first floor. So according to the way we're reading it now, you cannot show him the second floor when you say Bayis Shebebesi. You have to show him the first floor only. Okay. Weiter. Uh, now, for this next Gemara, uh, Art School happens to have some pictures. I'll, I'll describe it, but I think everyone here has one. But uh, it just it helps a little bit. Okay, the Mishnah says like this, If someone swears that he will not sleep on a bed, you're allowed to sleep on a dargish. Now we're going to try to figure out what a dargish is exactly. The Gemara will, will describe it. The say, no, a dargish is considered a bed. So you have a machlaikas, whether a dargish is considered a bed, and if you aser beds, can you sleep on a dargish? But everyone agrees that if you say you're not going to sleep on a dargish, you're allowed to sleep on a bed because a dargish, at worst case scenario, is a type of bed, but it's not all types of beds. So when the Mishnah was being written, the, the, I guess everybody understood what a word like that meant. And oh, definitely. Correct. Definitely review that. Nasi, you know. In Israel, they knew what it was. But in, in Babel, it got a little more tricky. So the Gemara says, my dargish. Let's try to figure out what exactly is a dargish. Attempt number one is Omer Ula Arsa de Goda. So the way the Rosh explains, it was a house, it was a bed for good mazel. It was like a Kishashel Elio. They would put a bed aside as good mazel. Now what does that mean exactly? And he always, anytime you're doing something for mazel, you got to get, you got to be worried about a little bit of the, um, um, uh, like a nichush, uh, not to be superstitious. I get the way the way the rush describes is that they were they were putting it aside for like a malach that overlooks the house. I guess what you have to say is that they were they were like it was more of a tefillah than than in actually thinking that if you put aside a bed it'll be a good omen for the house because that's superstitious. Yeah, it was more I guess it was b'teres tefillah. That's always you have to say anytime you do like listen the simanim and rosh hashanah right the meiria as a famous kasha which why is that allowed if you have a the eat an apple be a sweet year who does such a thing that that's that's superstitious. So the meir says no the ikar is the hirotzins it, it's tomorrow you to daven so maybe they would put aside a bed and they would daven that this house should be protected. Now was like the simon to be ma'ar them to David. But either way, whatever, whatever the, however the halachic permissibility of it, but what a dargish was, it was a bed as a set aside for an omen. It wasn't a bed you slept on. It was like a, uh, like, not ornamental, like a, uh, uh, like a ceremonial bed. Okay. Here's the problem. And then, oh, so hence there's a machlaikas of whether that's considered a bed that you're not allowed to lay on uh, in the mission. Here's the problem. The kash is like this. The Mishnah, this is, where is this? This is in, this is in Sanhedrin. I'm sorry. The Mishnah said in that when a Kohen Gadol comes back from the funeral, if he lost somebody, so the first Suda, the Suda is called Suda Savra, it's a Suda where you feed the, the mourner. So it says the Mishnah, Everyone sits on the floor, and he sits on a dargish. Now, wait a minute. If you're telling me a dargish is a bed that's set aside for good omens, 
You're telling me that the ovel, the first meal he eats, is on that bed? That doesn't make sense. If you tell me the bed, it's a separate type of bed. If you tell me it's a shvacha type of bed, it's a bed they didn't normally sit on. Okay, fine. But if you tell me it's like a special, it's like a school of bed. So you're telling me that the, the, the whole year he doesn't sit on it. But the first time he comes back from burying his, his loved ones, that's when he sits on a dargish. That doesn't make any sense. The Mishnah Gemara says, Kula That's the only time he's going to sit on it. That doesn't make any sense. Normally, it's like um, it's like a manishtana. Right? Normally, he doesn't sit on this dargish. All of a sudden, now he's sitting on the dargish. It doesn't make any sense. So the Gemara says, no, that makes sense. The Gemara says, wait a minute. Maybe have a boss of a yayin. Think about it, it's like meat and wine. Right? Throughout the year, does does the kain god or any mourner, does he normally have to eat meat or drink wine? You can you can eat meat. You don't have to eat meat, it's an option. But the halacha was that they would give the kain god the first meal, they would give him meat and wine to comfort him. Meaning, the purpose of that suda is to comfort him. So maybe it makes sense that they would sit him on that bed as a sign for good mazel to come. So you thought it would be strange that he's going to sit on this bed for the first time. The answer is no, dafka. They don't, you give him meat, even though he doesn't necessarily normally always eat meat. Why? Because you want to comfort him and be mechazakim. Maybe that's the very reason why he sits on the dargish. So that's not a good taina. So where it says, okay, you're right, fine. That doesn't bother us. But let's go with kasha number two. Again, we're saying right now that a dargish is a regular bed that they just happen to not use because it was set aside for a malach or whatever, like a kisishaliyo. Here's the problem. We thought that was the kasha. That was not a good kasha. Maskler ravina. Media have. I'm sorry. Ella uh, hakasha. Uh, this is my kasha. The tanya. Dargish loyhoya kafeyu elazoikfei. The halacha was is that when in Avil during Shiva they would overturn all the beds. They would turn them all upside down to show that their whole lives are turned upside down. Which is not we're not going to do that anymore. But the halacha was they didn't turn over a dargish. Now here, here's the kasha. Yamet arsed the godahu atanya kaifes mitasla mitasla bavado kaifel komita sheishu b'techabesu kaifel. I don't understand if you're telling me that it's a regular bed. If you're telling me it's an inferior bed and for whatever reason you can't flip it over, fine. But if you tell me it's a regular bed. It's just, it wasn't used. Why aren't you flipping it over? If it's, a, if it's a full-fledged bed, why aren't you flipping it over? You're supposed to flip over all the beds of the house. You mean even if it's just like Kisei Shalio? That's the Gemara assumes. If you tell me it's an inferior bed that you can't flip over because it'll break, okay, fine, shine. But you tell me it's a regular bed, then why aren't you flipping it over? That's the kasha. So Gemara answers, that too is not a good kasha because it's what Shimi is being kasha. Go to the next page. Let's say you have a bed in your house that you just use for storage as like a, like a countertop. You have a bed and it's like, the, it's like the couch that nobody sits on. They just put stuff on it. The treadmill. The treadmill, exactly. The treadmill. What's the halacha? The halacha is... I won't tell you what. The halacha is that, that, that you, don't, you, don't, you don't have to flip over the bed that's not normally used. Right? If you have a bed that you don't sleep on, it's just used for storage... You don't have to flip it over. So you see that it's not... So back, back to the original. The dargish could be a regular bed that's used for Kisa Shalel Yo. I, why don't you have to flip it over? Because you only have to flip over beds that are used. Beds that are not used are not have to be flipped over. So that, that's not a kasha. So Mars says, fine. Eli kasha, kasha. Fine. Okay, good taina. This is why it can't be a dargish. can't be a Kisa Shalel Yo. The tanya, Rav Shimon Oimer, dargish mater karvitav v'hunayfil me'elav. Rav Shimon used to say that as an ovel... That um, that uh, mater karvitov that he would say about a dargish. If the pictures help a little bit, we'll see the pictures in, in the article. It's number five. Rav Shimon Gamliel used to say that a dargish mater karvitov. This is um, that yeah. 
This is regarding an oval. We talked about whether he has to flip it over. is You don't have to flip it over. What you have to do is you have to untie it, meaning you untie the loops, and the, and the, and the, and the mattress just falls down. That's what Shemuel said. Now let me ask you a question. The average bed was not made of loops. Meaning, it implies that this bed was made differently than the average bed. The average bed had, was like, it was tied together. You couldn't just like pull a loop and it fell down. So it shows you that it's not a regular bed that was set aside for Elio Anavi. It can't be, because it was made differently. It was made with loops. Now it happens to be, if you look, I'll, I'll hold it up just so... Just for anyone who doesn't have it, this is what the this is what evidently it looked like, which is not like the average bed. In in number uh, in number nine, they have a picture of what the average bed looked like. You see number five to number nine; it's not the same. So the Gemara is saying it can't be that a dargish is a regular bed because it was it was made with loops, which was not normal. So the Gemara says, okay. He also Rabbin Amar Shilti Lohumir Abonan. I asked the Rabbin Rav Tachlifa by Maravish Maya, and his name was Rav Tachlifa by Marava. Tavashchich Beshugat Tzeloi, because he was by he was uh, he would hang out and work in the leather market. Elmerli, my Dargish Arsa Tzeloi. He said it's a leather bed, and it was made with loops. So meaning a Dargish, a Dargish is not. In a, a bed that was set aside for Eliyahu Novi, it was an inferior bed made of leather. Maybe it was more comfortable, but it was not as durable. And therefore, you don't have to flip it over because it wouldn't be able. Apparently, if you flipped it over, it would break. But it's not because it wasn't used; it was used. It just if you flipped it over, it breaks. So what do you do? You matter. You pull the you pull the loops, and it falls down. Okay, itmar. Um, the Braise similarly explains what's the difference between a bed and what's a dargish. A mervirmia, mita mesargan ois al gaba, dargish mesargan ois megufa. A dargish, a dargish, you put the, the loops are inside, inside the frame, and a regular bed, it's ropes around the frame. Again, if you look in number six in the arts go, they have good pictures. The average bed was, they would have ropes that would go latch around the bed frame. That's the average bed. It's more durable. It's stronger. A dargish are loops through the bed frame. Okay. So here's the problem. You're telling me that the average bed, it's wrapped on top of the frame. And the dargish, it's through the frame. Here's the issue. I'll tell you it outside and we'll see it inside. Um, the halacha is that when a vessel is be- able to become tameh when it's finished. So the halacha was, when is a regular bed finished? So the Gemara says when they would polish the wood. They would take fish skin. That was like the, to, to, um, what do you call it, to, what do you do? Ari uses his hands. What's it called? Sanding. Sanding. So when you, when, you, when you sand the wood, that was the finishing product. Here's the problem. If you're telling me that they wrap the woods, or they wrap the ropes around the wood, why are you finishing the wood if you're not seeing it anyway? Meaning if you're, if you're it, it says that they would, they would st- sand and, and finish the wood. That implies that the wood was visible. If you're telling me that they would wrap ropes around the wood, the wood already didn't look great anyway. It doesn't make sense. Meaning, the very fact that they're going through such a tircha of sanding the wood implies that the ropes did not go over the wood. It's a kasha of how they made beds. Mace, we have a kasha. You're telling me that the ropes are wrapped around the boards. But kliates meimus and mekablin tumah. When does the wooden utensil become tamay? When, when, when it's finished. And when is it finished? Hamita, a bed, ba'arsa, a crib, misha yishufim baradog. It's when they're sanded with fish skin for a smooth finish. So what do you see? If you're telling me that they wrap the ropes around the bed frame, why would you, why would you go through the terech of sanding it if it's just going to be covered up anyway by ropes? So the Gemara says, you're right. Okay, you're right. The truth is, 
all types of bed, it was never wrapped on top, it was wrapped through. What's the difference between a bed and a dargish? The ropes, by bread, it, by a regular bed, it was used ropes that were pulled through. And and by dargish, it was leather and it was using loops. Okay, so that was the difference. Fine. One more picture that will help. It looks like a, like a tent. One more picture, this helps. If you have this bed, the halacha is, we, talk, we said before that an oval turns the beds over. Now, this bed, you can't turn over because it'll, it, it just won't stand. So for that, you stand it on its side. You don't turn the bed over. You stand it on its side, and obviously when you're ready to sleep, you put it back. But when you're done sleeping, you don't turn it over, because if you turn it over, it'll break. So you do is you stand it on its side, and that's all you have to do, because you can't turn it over. That by a dargish, you don't turn it over, you just untie the straps, and the leather falls down. Okay, one more sugya. Um, if you swear you're not going to enter a city, you're allowed to go to the Tchum. The Tchum is 2,000 miles boundary outside of the city. You're allowed to enter the Tchum of the city, meaning the Tchum of the city is not considered the city proper. So if you say, swear you're not going to enter New York, you're allowed to enter the outskirts, the 2,000 Amas outside of New York City. But, but you're not going to allow to enter the Iber. The Iber is 70 Amos. The halacha is that when you have a city, you have the Tchum, which is 2,000 Amas, but then right outside of the city, the first 70 Amas is considered Iber. It's considered part of the city, but out of the city. It's like the, it's like the door frame, so to speak. So that, that's part of the city. It has, it has to do with the Hil Shabbos, of where you start the Tchum. You start it from the Iber. You start it from 70 Amas out. So you see the first 70 Amas is considered like, like the, the, the extension of the city. So you're not allowed to enter the Iber, but you're allowed to enter the Tchum. Okay. The halacha is that when it comes to a house, if you swear you're not going to enter a house, you're not allowed to enter from inside of the door. Meaning, this is, this is very important to understand. Let's say you have a door frame that's, that's four feet wide. Big, big door frame. When you close the door, the area that is from the door inward, when the door is closed, so let's say the door is smack in the middle. From two feet inward, you cannot enter. But you're allowed, when the door is closed, you could stand under the door frame. So let's say it's raining, right? The door of the house is closed. You, so, you swore you wouldn't enter the door, but it's a super wide door frame. You could stand under the door frame to avoid the rain, whatever. Because the door is closed, even though it's under the door frame, that's not considered the house. So from the door inward is the house, door outward not the house, even if it's still under the door frame. Okay, and we'll have to figure out um, exactly what the source for this is. So the first halacha, though, that before we get to the house, was the city. You're allowed to enter the tchum of the city, but you're not allowed to enter the iber of the city. The Gemara says, Minol and dibur dami. How do I know that the 70 amas outside of a city is considered the city itself, and you would not be allowed to enter it if you made a nether? The Pasuk says, The Pasuk describes how Yeshua was by Yericho, in Yericho. It says technically he was in Yericho before he conquered Yericho. Now here's the problem. How are you in a city before you conquer it? Especially Yericho, which was uh, solidified with walls. So how could it say that Yeshua was in the city when he was not yet in the city? 
my biricho, even biricho mamish. If you mean he was in the city, vaksivi yericho sugeris and musugeris. Yericho was covered up by walls and it was sort. It was it was solid and fortified. So how could it say that Yeshua was in the city? The answer is Yeshua was in within seventy amos of the city. So you see that within seventy amos of the city is considered the city as well in halacha. Ella shmamina biiburoi. So you see that Yeshua, when it says Yeshua was in Yericho, it doesn't mean he was actually in Yericho, it means he was within 70 Amos of Yericho. Oh, so you see how 70 Amos is considered the city. So take it a step further. Maybe you should extend it and say the Tchum of the city is also considered the city. Why are you saying just the Iver? Go further and say the Tchum as well. Maybe the Tchum of the city is also considered the city. The answer is, Haksiv no, because regarding the Tchum, it says, You should measure from outside of the city. So the Pasuk specifically calls the Tchum outside of the city. So the Tchum is out, but the Iber is in. Okay, last halacha was that we said when it comes to a house, from the door outward is outside of the house, even if it's within the door frame. The Gemara says, from the door, from the door outward is not considered the house, even if it's under the door frame. Not, fine, that, that's fair. By the way, I, I would understand that if, if you forget about a source. If I were to ask you what's considered the house, you'll say well, the door, door out is out of the house. I, you're still under the frame. Yeah, but I'm not inside the house. The door is the entrance. Here's the problem. The problem. It has to do with the Shabbos. Has to yeah. Uh, Erevin also, major stuff in Erevin. Now here's the kasha. I'll just tell you outside the kasha and then we'll see it inside. The halacha is that when a koyin was going to check out the tsaras of a house, the halacha is he goes to the house, sees that it's tsaras, leaves the house and closes the door and says, you know, uh, contaminated, whatever, comes back in a week. Now the halacha was that he has to specifically close the door from right outside of the house. Meaning, let's say there's a giant rope and he wants to leave and then pull the door closed from 10 miles away. Lechachili, you're not supposed to do that. So says the Gemara, and you'll see why this is Negea for standing under the door frame. Masiv, Masiv, Rav Mari, Abayis, the Kayin is supposed to leave the house, then close the door and deem it, you know, Tsaras. Uh, you might think that the Kayin could go to his house with a giant rope and then from his house, like cartoonishly, pull the door closed. He has to close the door at the entrance. Oh, so oh, if he's supposed to close the door, you might think he should be allowed to stand under the door frame and close it. The halacha is, by the way, I'll finish the b'risa, but that's the kasha. The kasha is, if you're telling me from the door frame, from the door closed, even though you're under the door frame, you're considered out of the house, then how come the Kayan can't close the door from there? Meaning, if there's a wide door frame, he's not allowed to stand under the door frame and close the door. He has to be outside of the door frame and then close the door. Why? So you see that under the door frame is considered babayas. So that's not like what we're saying. Now before we... So that's the Kasha. Now before we address the answer... Um, the Gemara is just going to finish the Brisa. Hakeit said, "How should he do it? He should leave the doorframe area, go from under the lintel, and then he closes it. That's the halacha lichachila. So lichachila, you're supposed to close the door outside of the doorframe. Now, how do I know if, let's say, he didn't do that? He closed the door while he was under the door for him, or he took a giant rope and he looked 10 miles away and then he closed the door. How do I know that Bidyevit it works? Okay, it works Bidyevit. But what do you see? 
Because it says Babayis, he's not supposed to be under the doorframe. So you see the doorframe is considered part of the house. So how come by Nedarim we said you're allowed to stand under the doorframe if it's outside of the door? I thought the doorframe is considered part of the house. So the answer is Shani Gabi Bayis, Tachsiv Min Habayis, Achiyetsim and Habayis Kula. The answer is over there it's a special Xeris Akosav. Normally under the doorframe is out of the house if it's outside of the door. But over there it says Min Habayis, which means he has to be outside of every part of the house, including the doorframe. So normally the doorframe is considered out of the house, but for that it's considered in the house. Because Xerus Akasa regarding Saras. I will stop here.